Okay, the three kinds of Tfira. We spoke about last time the Tfira of Abramovida, the Tfira of the Baikar, which is a Tfira of Nikos Amida. The next Tfira we're speaking about is the Tfira of Mincha, which is the Tfira of Yitzchak. And the notion is the Tfira of Yitzchak is the Tfira of Halicha. As he brings the Pasuk that if you're in Tadech, if you're going to walk, and let's talk about the Mincha, like it says about Yitzchak, the Pasuk we learned from Yitzchak that Mincha, Yes, is the idea of Tfilah Mincha is he went out to them. What's the side of Mincha? So I already said that there's a different middle in the world which the Tfilahs were enacted, connected. And therefore the middle of the morning is the middle of Avram, is the middle of Chesed, the Hashem is giving. And therefore the point of Tfilah Shachas is to go to the Makkah. Whereas Tfilah Mincha is the second half of the day. And the second half of the day, then what's given has reached its highest point. And now the, the, it's coming from that from that, that peak, so to speak, that crescendo, is starting to descend again. What do you say to that? Well, the Gemara says, why is the sun set in the west? Because since the Shechin is the Nairav, so it says, the Pasuk says, what's for Hashemayim l'chom Everything is Mishtachavim. What does that do Mishtachavim mean? It means it's coming, it's bringing itself down to serve Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and that's the that, that's the second side. After what's been given in the morning, so now there's a reverse process which Hakadosh Baruch Hu looks, so to speak, for what, whatever receives the chesed to now repay it, to now to now use it, so to speak, utilize it and bring it back to Hashem wants, which is best in the way that Whereas Avram Mahalach was to, and this was his tafkid, was to focus on the chesed of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is undeserved. Yitzchak's tafkid, and that's the tafkid of the whole concept of, of Avedis Hashem, is to use the chesed which has been given in order to be, in order to justify getting it, so to speak. In other words, if a person was the recipient of chesed, and now you can use that, so that what he got, in serving Hashem, so then he made it that, so to speak, justifies the chesed that it was given. Why does he need to do that? So there's a chazal we've mentioned many times that inside Gadol, the argument between the Makranissa and the Vizmin Chalafta, which is brought in the Midrash Rab and Kairis and other places, in the Akhtoif, and that is that on the Pasuk, which says that Yoyev Chokhmus Rachakimin. Hashem gives Chokhmut to the Chachamim. So in that passage it says the Matronisa Asher Yesi in Chalafta. He says, wouldn't it make more sense for Hashem to give Chokhmut to the Tipshim? Who needs Chokhmut more? A person is already blessed with Chokhmut, or a person is very lacking in Chokhmut. And if the question wasn't clear enough, she said, Emshal Chok Mashal. I'll make the question clearer, I'll give you a Mashal. What was her Mashal? She says, if you have two people who both are asking you for money for the pocket. The one is wealthy, and the other one is poor. So where are you more likely to give soccer to? Sure, you give soccer to the poor person. He's a person who's more needy, and if there's a person who you do more by giving him bucks. Which makes sense. You hear the question. So why does Hashem give Chachim to the Chachim? So the answer to her was, I'll give you a different Marshall. And his Marshall is, if a Marshall to a person 
uh, two people ask to borrow money from him. The one is a wealthy person, they need money for whatever investment it is, a successful person. The other one is a lawyer left who's tried a number of times to start various jobs or businesses, and each time it collapses, he's starting again, so he's asking to borrow money. So he says to her, where would you be more likely to lend money to? So she said, if I was talking about lending money, then for sure I would lend to the person who has the best track record of, of repaying it. That's not going to, I don't want to lose my investment. And if I'm going to lend, I'm going to lend to somebody who has the ability to repay. So because he tells her, that's what the Pasuk meant. Now, we understand from this Pashat, the Yusayit, that it's a Kimat Mufurish, an argument, that the difference between the way that the Matronis understood and the Gersi understood is, what's the right marshal? What's the right marshal? This is the Yusayit. And that is, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives, is Hashem giving gifts, or is Hashem lending them? And if the way we understand what Hashem does, Hashem is giving, then, then the matrimonist is 100% right. right. If Hashem is giving just giving out gifts for free, then of course you should give them to the people who need them the most. But Rabbi Yossi's answer to that was that's not the way it works. Akadosh Baruch Hu doesn't give handouts. That's not the topic. When Akadosh Baruch Hu gives something, it comes the adsen with the expectation that you're going to use it to repay it in some way. If something's been given to you, it's been invested in you. Akadosh Baruch Hu is expecting you to use it for something. And if that's the case, it's not just a handout. If Hashem is expecting it to be used in some way, then, then Hashem is going to invest it and somebody you can trust is going to is going to be able to repay it. And therefore the marshal that Rabbi gave is a more accurate marshal. Hashem isn't giving Chachmah, but Hashem is lending Chachmah. And uh, the Chachmah is the person who will be able to use it as a Chachmah. Hashem is more inclined to give it to him and somebody is going to squander it. There's a beautiful story in Tarnad Radio. Beautiful story. The, the, the Midrash tells of a couple, Hasidim as calls them, that were extremely poor. To the extent that they only had one item of clothing between them. And therefore, only one of them could go to the house at a time because they only had one article of clothing. So one day the man goes out of the house to look for some kind of pranosa and he meets the Navi. And the Navi tells him, Minashimaim, they've seen your situation, and therefore you're going to be given seven years of wealth. Except it's up to you to decide when do you want the seven years to be. Do you want them now? Do you want them later? At the end of your life, when do you choose? Hashem has given you seven years of wealth, you can do it when you want it. So, it's a kind of news we're all tied to here. But now, what would we say? Now, if you ask such an option, Seven years of wealth, your love is coming to promise you. When do you want them? So what did the man in the story say? He said, I'm going to ask my wife. So she did. And she said, tell her, you want the money now. Okay. Together to the deal. And she says, you want the money now. So this is fine. On your way home, you go to the, wherever it is. You go to this and place. There's a treasure buried there. Take it, it's yours. The man comes home carrying a crate of treasure, extremely wealthy. And his wife says to him, the first thing we're going to do is you're going to buy, and I was talking about the times of Chazal, you're going to buy uh, quills and ink. 
And for the next seven years, they lived extremely, you know, extremely high level, a lot of, as much money as I could imagine, but extremely, extremely generously. They gave openly to every course, anybody who asked any kind of stalker, and everything was written down. Anything that they gave, they actually wrote down in, the, in her notebook. Okay, time goes quickly. Comes into the seven years, and Leo comes back to the man and he says, The seven years are up. I went back to money. So the man goes to his wife, and says, Leo came back, and he said, The time's up, we have to give back the money. This is okay, that was the deal, understand? So I first want to ask you a favor. And she takes the Mikhpar and she wrote down everything they spent the money on, which was recorded on those seven years, and she said, Give us the Leo. And say to him, like he should take up the Benishamala, and you should tell them, if anybody else could have done a better job with money, then I'm happy to give it to them. And um, the conclusion of the Midrash is that the Benishamala agreed that they had utilized the money in the best way possible, and therefore you came back and told them they can keep it. It wasn't going to be taken away from them again. And the Yusai is the same Yusai, just in a very real story. And that is, Rakadash Baruch gives it's in order to invest. You've been given something, how are you going to use it? And when a person shows Hashem that they're using it well, that's Ba'atim how they coin it. And this is the point of depth which you have to think about. A person thinks he's coining something when Hashem gives it to him. Hashem gave him something, and that's it, Hashem gave it to him. That's a mistake. That's a mistake. Hashem doesn't give gifts. Hashem, Hashem invests. It's only when a person shows that the investment was a good investment, that Kilo he utilized for Hashem wanted, then Hashem gives it, then Hashem needs it by him. That Kilo now you've, you've, you've been coined by using it well. Why, why am I saying this? As you know, at the beginning of Shemar Esra, being as we're doing right now, there are three different forms of Shemar the three forms of filler which are given to us are the three always. Which is always taught Shemesh is different to any other bracha. Every other bracha we make, we always say, Baracha Ta'ashem Elekeinu Melechaylam. And the only exception is Shemesh. Baracha Ta'ashem Elekeinu Melechaylam. Melechaylam we leave from Ashleya. And now we're going to digress. Elekeavram, Elekeitzvot, Elekeyakov. Why? Because being as we now stand in Shemesh, so it's one of their three nuschos. It's either Shachas, which is we're talking to the Kavram, the level which Avram gave us, or it's Mincha, we're talking to the Kayitzchok, or it's Mayim, we're talking to the Kayakov. But the next thing is we're going to repeat the middles of each one. So we start from the beginning. We say Hagadol, which is we're going to, we're going to still talk about the middle of Avram, Hagibar is the middle of Yitzchok, Vanar is the middle of Yaakov. And now we're going to explain each one. We talk about Gadol. So we say Hashem is going with Chasadim Tovim. Hashem is going with Chasadim Tovim. That's the middle of Avram. Chesed. And therefore, look at Hashem as, as being going as giving, as doing Chasadim. And then we come to the middle of Yitzchak. What do we say? The Koyne Yaakov. Why is it the middle of Yitzchak? Why is it the middle of Yitzchak? And this is exactly the point we're explaining now. The middle of Yitzchak is that Hakadosh Baruch hasn't given anything away. It's not like Hashem gave things to people and it's theirs. Hashem invests in people. It's only when a person uses that investment that he gets it. But until Hashem is koinei hakol, Hashem still owns everything. 
And it's a mistake that we saw already from the Romans. So why, why is it a mistake? There's a word, even today in the world, there's a certain saying, there's a certain mindset that if you have it flaunted, it's yours. And it's not true. If Hashem gave you something, He gave it you to use. It wasn't given to you for you, just to be yours. And again, this is in the first Gemara. I'm just saying the Hashkafa first, but it's in the first Gemara. The Gemara asks there. The Gemara in the Brachas of the Talmud. The Gemara says, there's one Gemara which says, there's one Pasuk which says, Hashem Aretz Mlaim. Everything belongs to Hashem. There's another Gemara which says, that Aretz Nasim Neodam. We gave the world to people. Ah, Stira. Everything belongs to Hashem, we gave the world to people. Says the Gemara, like Pasha. Kandit Ne Bracha, Kandacha Bracha. What does it mean? Yes, you know the meaning. You need to make a bracha. What does it mean? It means when you're holding an apple in your hand and you haven't made a bracha on it, it's not yours. It's not yours. And therefore the Gemara says that if the person eats the apple without the bracha, he's gozal. It's good, gozal from Hashem. It wasn't yours. Oh, but I really understand. You gave it to me. It grew in my tree. Or I had the money to buy it, wherever it was. So what? So what? The fact that you happen to have it in your possession, you happen to have it holding it in your hand, doesn't make it yours. This apple is still in the category of Hashem or Eretz Okay, so when does it become mine? When you make a bracha on it, now you've used it for something, which is a, which is giving back for what, for what Hashem gave me. Hashem gave me the apple, I, I, I use it to be Mekadosh I use it to make a bracha. Oh, and if I, then, if I've used it well, then it becomes mine. Now we say that the Eretz Lashem Leil, the Jews of whatever you want with it. And that's the inside, just a simple example of a fruit, of, 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 of whatever food Hashem gave me, but it applies to everything. The kingdom of something is when I use it, pre, you know, when I use it in Avodah Hashem. The fact that I'm holding on to it, the fact that it's in my possession means nothing. Hashem's invested in me, but I have to pay that back still. It's only when I pay it back, then Ki'ilu, now I pay it for the Hashem invested, now it becomes mine. We spoke about this before, this Mishleh. Oh, you hit. We spoke about this in Mishnah once. We spoke about being kind of being kind of bina. You have to be kind of with something. But the idea of being kind is when I use it for what I'm getting from it, then I'm kind of. So, like we said, for example, if a person is using chachma to be kind of bina, how do you use it? Hashem gave you chachma. Hashem gave you chachma. So, the person has a certain amount of Torah knowledge, of wisdom, of understanding, whatever it Hashem gave him, and now he wants to be kind of with it. How are you kind of bina with it? The answer is. Teach somebody else. Teach. I like what I said last time, which is also true, and that is, when I teach something, you may understand it better. But, the other look at it is, my opinion is because now I'm using it for what she wants me to. If everything I learn, I just take it for myself, then it's, what, how am I using this novel as Hashem? But if whatever I learn, I teach other people. So now imagine what Hashem gave me, I'm using it to teach. That's unfinished. Which normally is translated as meaning, if you've learned a lot of Torah, don't give yourself credit. Don't give yourself credit, it's not an extra. So you're doing what you meant to do. So don't, don't take pride in it. Don't be proud of the achievement. But Ramosh has explained the mission differently. He said, in the matter of the Torah, if you learn the Torah, then don't hold the Torah for yourself. If you learn the Torah and you've seen the beauty of Torah, don't hold it for yourself. Teach it. That's what, you, that's what it was given to you for. 
you weren't given Torah just to hold on to Torah on your own. You were given Torah to be the Kachman Torah to be able to teach somebody else. And that's the Atasik Torah and Atasik But it's not just true, because it's the same thing, it's an investment. And when a person uses it right, that's when he's kind of. That's when he's kind of. When that Tekira justifies what she invested in me, that's when it becomes right. This is the Mahalach of Yitzchak. This is the Mahalach of Yitzchak. The Mahalach of Yitzchak is to utilize what's been invested in him in, in some way in a better session. And now you'll see something which is amazing. We always refer to Yitzchak as Mir Sadin, which is true, we'll talk about that still. But in a different context, you'll see that Yitzchak got more bracha than any other of the others. Whenever you talk about incredible bracha, you see it by Yitzchak. By Yitzchak, by Yitzchak, or he brought back Meish, or he brought back a hundred times what he planted. Whatever it was, Yitzchak. Yitzchak. And after by Yitzchak, and every man of someone told him, you're much more wealthy than us. You're too powerful for us. And it's an amazing thing. We think, why, why by Yitzchak is it like that? But this is the Yisrael God. And that is, in the Hanami, there's a concept called Din. But on the one hand, Din can bring punishment. We don't talk about that. But on the other hand, Din can bring the biggest reward. If a person Zaychib Din, then Adarab, he deserves everything. He deserves to get bracha. If a person, uh, if Hashem judges a person and he's, he's found worthy, then that's the biggest way to get bracha because Hashem decides that he wants to give you. And therefore, for Yitzhak, yes, he doesn't do it, but he's Aymed Bedin. And if a person's Aymed Bedin, then that's the way to get all the brachas there. Because if a person shows a Kalish Bracha, it's good day to invest in me. What you gave me, I use well. So that's the reason to get more. Whether it's the money Hashem gave you, whether it's the Kashayna Hashem gave you, whether it's the Torah Hashem taught you, whether it's the life Hashem gave you. But if you're showing Hashem, Hashem is good to invest in me. Because if you ever invest in me, I'm, I'm repay well. Then just like every investment, if I put $15 into some startup share and it actually makes, makes me a nice return, okay, so I'll put in 100 And that also gives me a good example in 1000 When I see something is, is a worthwhile investment, I'm willing to invest more in it. And by a person, it's exactly the same way. If a person is aimed with Hashem's expectation of him, that's the biggest reason to get more. Because Hashem says, this is somebody I can invest in. And he made it, I'll invest more in it. That's the side of the middle of Yitzhak. Yes, there is two sides to it. We're talking there about the side of Din, which is the positive side of Din. Let's spend some Rosh Hashanah. We approach Rosh Hashanah with mixed feelings. On the one hand, and then could mean punishment. If we haven't been to where Hashem wants, Hashem can take it away. And that's the one side. If we haven't used, used, utilized Hashem has given us our life, our kayak, our chokhmah, our money, our family, whatever else is going to be, then we are using it right. It's an investment. You, don't, you deserve to keep it. So yes, there's the pachas of the dead. But on the other hand, there's the expectation that if we are doing things right, then we can get much more. Yes, Hashem, yes, we're standing between Hashem is judging what we've done. There's two sides to this. It could be we'll come out chayev, and chas v'shalom will be punished. It could be we'll come out zakai, and that's the case we get more. And therefore, the point of Rosh Hashanah, this is often overlooked, especially by the Meshkichim. We're trying to instill and still terror into the hearts of young Talmudim. Right? And that is, I only look at the one side of Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is a scary day, and you're going to get punished, and you better ditch over, because who knows what's going to happen to you otherwise. And maybe they're right, because maybe they're talking to an audience who aren't using their I don't know. But 
But you, the real, the emes of Rosh Hashanah is Rosh Hashanah is in the balance. And on the one hand, you're scared of Rosh Hashanah, but on the other hand, you wait for Rosh Hashanah. Because if we want to get more, now's the time to get it. If we want to say Hakadosh Baruch we want more Hatzlachim, and we want more Siyad and we want more whatever you're going to give us. So then, this is the time we're going to ask for it because now it's in the balance. And if we show Hashem we're using it well, we can ask for more. The one that puts this the most accurately and the beautiful, most beautiful words is the Rambam. The Rambam describes Rosh Hashanah. He says something which makes no sense and it doesn't understand as he just said. He says it's Yom Pachad, Yom Mivrach Umanos, a day of a person runs. Yom Mivrach, so the words are Yom Mivrach Bimenu, a person runs away from him, Umanos Eidah, and runs to him. What does that mean? We're running away from Hashem, we're running towards Him. And the answer is, Rosh Hashanah is both. Rosh Hashanah is both. The concept of there isn't just a sentencing. It's not like we're in the dark of a criminal court for being punished for two done wrong. Then we just run away. Rosh Hashanah is there's two sides to them. There's the one side is, maybe you've, maybe you've done, you haven't done good and you're getting punished. Maybe you have done good and you'll get rewarded. <coughs> so on the one hand, we're scared of the din. We don't want the din. Because Chas Hashanah, who knows how exactly Hashem is going to be. But Mitzah Hashani, we do want the din. Because if we be like it, but then we're going to, we can get much more. There's two sides to Rosh Hashanah. We aren't just running away from it. We're running towards it as well. It's Mivrachim and Oman Yisraelah. We run for it, we run towards it. And therefore the whole point of preparing for Rosh Hashanah is not to avoid the din. The whole point of Rosh Hashanah is to be Zaychah B'din. That's what we want. We want to be Zaychah B'din. We don't want to just avoid it, then we don't get anything. We want the din, but we want to be Zaychah. Because if we Zaychah B'din, then we can get more. This is, the, this is again, a bit more of the aimet of the Avayda of Yitzchak. Yitzchak lived that the reality his whole life. And that was, that Ba'atin is a din, and there's an expectation. But Mitzah Hashani, it's the way to get more, because if a person is living after Hashem's expectation, HaKadosh Baruch will invest more in him. Otherwise, there's another point I want to talk about. And that's why it's Tfilis Mincha, called Halicha. And there's the aimet over here, which, that's a, no mission to get to this expression. Let's talk about the fashion. Pilchas. Chayne Marin, nice and pretty shalom. Oh, tremendous smile. Pilchas, what did he do? Let's ask the question. What did Pilchas do? What did he do? He decided that Zimri was over on something which is condemned by Gimbai, and therefore there's a mitzvah of someone to go up and kill him. He decided to be the person. So what does Pilchas do? Pinchas goes to the tent. And a miracle happens that all the Shimon who got in the tent, I don't understand, we don't care about it, he goes inside. And a miracle happens that even though he's barged in on Zimri and Kazu, whatever they're doing, they don't stop. And a miracle happens that they're in a position where you can kill them both at the same time. And the miracle happens that, it was, that the spear he's holding is strong enough to run through both of them together. And then he manages to pick them up, balanced on the end of the spear. And they don't fall off. And how are you going to carry them out of the tent? The miracle happens that the tent raises up that they can walk outside. And no one tries to attack him. Right? And I'm assuming some of the miracles. The command in Hadron brings a whole bit more. Right? So I'm saying, what exactly did Pinchas do? He was just special. A miracle after miracle after miracle. Every single step of the way was another nice. So what was his tremendous tzlacha? What was his what did he do? He did some tremendously difficult thing that Kodesh Baruch was rewarding him from. Hashem was holding his hands, so to speak. Every action was another nice. So what's the big man? What's the big man? So if you're going to say Hashem rewarded him for his good intention. He decided he was going to do it, and Hashem's reward of intention could be. But much more, much more than that. 
Rosh Mahal says that Kosh Baruch rewarded him for what he did. Oh, but you couldn't have done anything. Hashem helped you every single step of the way. And what's the answer? The answer is, That's true, and it's not just true by Pinchas. It's true by every single person. HaKadosh Baruch was helping everybody every step of the way. That's basic Yimuna. You can't do anything by yourself anyway. And like the Pasuk says, Gam kol All our actions, you did them. Yes, the person decides he's going to give stock, but the man says he has to have the money to give, and he has to have the ability to give it, and he has to have the person to give it to, whatever it is. The person decides he's going to learn. Fine. He has to have the good savings to learn. He has to open up. He has to understand what's going on. He has to have the ability, concentration. He has to have the energy, whatever it is. And everyone has seen when you don't have that, then you can try to sit and learn to save, and you can't read the words, and everything is blurry, and whatever it is, you don't understand what's going on. So, yes. Everything a person is doing, the etzim, the parakel is doing with you. And that's what the says. And asks the question. Why is that a chesed? If you pay a person for what he's done, that's Yosher. That's fair. If somebody works for you, he says, pay me for what I did. That's the right thing to do. <coughs> that's being honest. We say, Hashem, you pay people for what they do. That's a chesed. Why is that a chesed? It should be, it should be a din. And the answer is, what did the person do already? Hashem did it all. But, Hashem ish You pay him as if he did it. As if he did it. In other words, Hashem was the one who was much more involved in doing it. But HaKadosh Baruch pays the person ki'ilu it was him. As if he was the one doing it. And that's the aside here also. Yes, the person has to embark on a, on a process of, so to speak, what, what can the human being do? And that's the word of Yitzchak again. Chesed is to receive what Hashem is doing. What a person is doing, the word of the person is the word of Yitzchak. What can the person do? But understand, what the person is doing is Be'etzim Hashem helping him do. And that's what the Tfilah of Mincha is. The Tfilah of Mincha is, is not a Tfilah of receiving Chesed. The Tfilah of Mincha is we going. We going. But we ask Hashem to walk with us. To walk with us and help us walk. Because wherever we're trying to get to, wherever we're trying to achieve, we understand. This is the of Mincha. We understand that we need HaKadosh Baruch to do with us. And that's why I know the famous Gemara. The Gemara says the person should have to run in Tfilas Mincha because, you see, Eliyahu Novi was answered in Tfilas Mincha. Now, Eliyahu had the whole day. It started in the morning, and he gave the Nevi'ah about hours and hours and hours, and eventually, when he bought Mincha, then when he got Novi. And he dives on Nani Hashem Anani and brings down the Nais of the Harakarna. What was he waiting for Mincha for? And the answer is, this is exactly the Tfilah Eliyahu needed right now. He decided he's going to expose the Nevi'ah Abba. He decided he's going to make a tremendous kid of Hashem. He's going to show the whole Ta'i Yisrael that Hashem already came with the openness. Fine. Very nice idea. You've started the process to do something. But you need a Kodesh Baruch to help you do it. Right? You're not going to bring down Fahaz Ben Shemayim with Hashem. So yes, you, you've set everything up. Yes, you want to do your, your uh, intention is 100% right. And it's going to make a tremendous Kodesh Hashem. But you need Hashem to help you. When's the time to ask for that? That's the Tvila of Mincha. The Tefillah of Mincha is, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, help me walk. Help me achieve what I'm trying to achieve. It's not the Tefillah of Chesed, that I'm here to receive Chesed. It's what I'm trying to do, but I need help to do it. That's Salicha. That's Salicha. Like the one in the Pasuk. 
when you walk, it leads, it goes with you. It accompanies you. It gives you the kayak to walk. And that's what, in the Zlashn of Halicha, it's always like that. We find the Banayach, we find the Avramavino. Whenever Hashem tells a person to do something, the Lashn is, is Halich Lafanai. Walk in front of me. Or, which means that you go, do, you walk, you go, you progress. You. But the Tvila of Mincha is the understanding that that Halicha needs HaKadosh Baruch to walk with you. That's what you're asking for. The Tvila of Mincha is the Kainayakal. Everything is yours. It's only when we use it well that we can justify that we can make it ours, but the mindset we just have to do this. That's the kind of mincha. So, that's what I'm talking about today.